All right, welcome to another episode of Piecing It Together, the podcast where we take a look at a new movie and figure out what other movies inspired it. And today is going to probably be the last episode of 2018. Uh, We might have a special episode coming out on the 31st. Depends on when exactly we can get it recorded. If not, it's going to be in the new year and a whole lot of other movies in the new year. So uh, we got plenty more coming your way. But this has been an amazing year for piecing it together, our first year. Um, It won't be the full one-year mark until March, but uh, it is the end of the first year. I'm still trying to figure out how to say that exactly. It's the end of our first year, but it's not the end of the year. It's the end of the year in our first year. I don't know. We'll figure that out, I guess, at some point. Maybe by next year we'll know how to refer to it. But anyway, today on the show, uh, we are going to be talking about the newest entry in the DC Extended Universe, Aquaman. A movie that people probably never thought would actually happen. And yet, here it is, and it's completely insane. Um... You will hear me rave about this movie throughout this conversation. Uh, Maybe I'm out of my mind, but I had such a blast at this movie, and I had such a great time talking about it with our co-host, Chad Clinton Freeman. Uh, Before we get into the conversation, I do want to remind you all, please make sure if you're not yet, make sure you are subscribed to Piecing It Together on your podcast app of choice. You can subscribe on all of the major podcast apps. You can also sign up for our mailing list at piecingpod.com. You can join our Facebook group, Piecing It Together, a movie discussion group, and you can follow us on social media at piecingpod. All right, let's get to the conversation with Chad Clinton Freeman about Aquaman. All right, so joining us today on the show is our buddy and resident DC expert, Chad Clint Freeman. How you doing, Chad? <laughs> I, I'm doing great. Uh, I don't know about uh, DC expert, but uh, fine. I, I guess more I guess. more so more so DC EU expert. Uh, is that fair? <laughs> fine, oh, fine, fine. Yeah. Yes. Okay. <laughs> I'll take that. Um, yeah. Uh, you had to be the the co-host for this episode because I, I mean I think as long as the DCU keeps uh, 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 staying alive and continuing forward in whatever form it takes, we're going to continue having you uh, for these ones as they happen. Right? Um, yeah. Well, but, only uh, only if it's Aquaman. only if it's saved, it, you know, it keeps uh, yeah. being saved with each new movie, and still yeah. it still needs another movie to save it. So only if it, you know, it, rem- it, rem- saved. <laughs> it reminds me of Bird Road. Every every episode now we're back. Um, yeah. <laughs> it's, always, it's always uncertain whether or not we're going to get to continue the show. Um, but uh, we're, we're back. We're back again, uh, just like the DC Extended Universe. Um, <laughs> but, but this time around, we've got Aquaman, who was, of course, introduced in the, uh, uh, well, slightly in Batman vs. Superman, and then right. uh, to bigger effect in Justice League. And mm-hmm. um, yeah, I mean, I, this is a movie, I, I'm really excited to talk about it. Now, I know going into it that I liked it more than you did, which is funny because you're more of the, oh, I, the DC I, guy. I, CC, and I guess it's good to get that out and open. I liked the movie. I enjoyed the movie. Okay. I did. Good, so good. don't get me wrong. It's not uh-huh. like I uh, disliked it or hated it. I liked it. 
Uh, and I thought it was a lot of fun. And actually, it's probably going to end up being like number two on my movies of the year. Uh, so nice. I, I liked it. So don't don't get it twisted. <laughs> but uh, I, yeah. I'm like. I, I'm hesitant to keep it in my top 10 only because I don't want to have to explain myself over and over <laughs> again. <laughs> but but uh, yeah, as people listening will understand by the end of this episode, yes, I, I love this movie so much. <laughs> I thought it was just so ridiculous, so much fun. And I wasn't expecting it at all. Like I, I've, I've been right along with you in liking these DC movies that are so heavily criticized. Um, I, I've liked them, not quite like you have, uh, but I, I, I think they're all very unfairly judged. Um, mm-hmm. I thought this was going to be possibly as bad as Suicide Squad, which you know I, I, I absolutely, that's the only one I, I straight up do not like. Um, I did not think this was going to be good, and yeah, it just blew me away. I was completely surprised, <laughs> um, and I'm happy to say that. Um <laughs> But with that said, we'll get into all those points and more. Uh, why don't we jump in with your first puzzle piece? Well, it's kind of hard to, to to decide on what the first puzzle piece was. There wasn't anything really uh, like that dominated for me. Um, maybe I'll start with uh, the the some of the negative. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what came to mind? Okay, um, so Let's get it out um, of the way. Uh, I would say this movie—it uh, definitely reminded me of older comic book movies. Um, it definitely mm-hmm. felt like it was skewed toward uh, younger audiences. Um, so mm-hmm. um, the the Masters of the Universe movie was a big one that came to mind, which is a very bad yeah. and cheesy movie, and the fact that Dolph Lundgren is in this is another obvious that, you know, uh, somebody is a fan of Dolph Lundgren and maybe a a fan of that movie even. Um, But yeah, the, the masters of the universe movie and even um, more so than that though, just like the really cheesy um, comic book movies like uh, Teenage Mutant and, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, which I, I happen to love, most of the Teenage Mutant Ninja mm-hmm. Turtle movies, uh, and the um, also uh, the Power Rangers movie, which I really, really actually loved from a couple of years ago. But I feel that those movies are not the same as what was being done with the DC movies. It's a totally different thing. Um, very uh, corny and very silly. Um, and that's uh, more of what we got here uh, is the, the silly right. side of, 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 of comic book movies. And so for me, that was, no, that was absolutely. more of a negative, not because um, I, I think they should have been more serious with Aquaman just in comparison to the rest of uh, basically, you know, the DC movies. I mean, basically, yes, I, I am comparing it with the other ones and feeling like yeah. that this one is just more of a um, just like lower level of uh, who they're aiming for, like as far as. Yeah, the, yeah. The, the it, it's hard to not do that. Yeah, it's hard to not do that when you're when you're dealing with these cinematic universes because they are kind of supposed to have a similar tone running through them to keep them tied together. And so when you make such a big uh, 180 turn 
uh, w- with this one. And I mean, obviously, Wonder Woman started that course correction, if you want to call it that. Sorry, I, I know that's a <laughs> probably a, a dirty phrase for you, uh, but you know what I mean. Right. Uh, but yeah, uh, change changing changing direction, I guess. Um, and Aquaman, Aquaman really, really did it. Um, and I, I agree with you definitely about uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Power Rangers. Um, I will just throw my first puzzle piece right into the mix with that uh, Batman and Robin, ah. um, which which was super, super corny. And there were moments of this that reminded me of that. Um, and, and you know, the funny thing is, you know, now that you're, like, naming these things, like uh, – uh, Power Rangers, I actually really loved for the same reason of it just being like silly and ridiculous and owning it and like really like rolling with it. And while you're, it, it's definitely a, a solid, you know, a, a valid criticism that that this total change of tone really shouldn't have happened necessarily. Right. right. Um. I mean, it's it's it. it it does commit at least, and I think you agree with that as well. Like it at least commits to it and does it. It, it does this silly tone, and it doesn't like kind of half-ass it or anything like that. It doesn't try to make it silly while also uh, trying to still, you know, have its cake and eat it too, and still make it a big dramatic, uh, you know, superhero thing. Uh, which I think was kind of the problem with Justice League is that it was like trying to squeeze in little bits of silliness, right? Uh, right. In an other otherwise serious film. No, no, no. That's the thing. Is this is definitely more uh, balanced as opposed to Justice League was just uh, kind of all over the place in tone. Uh, and the yeah. other thing is that you're right. Is that it totally um, embraces the 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 silliness, the over top, the over the topness of it all, and. Um, it works in that way, and 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 yes, I I love the Power Rangers movie. I like all of the the uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle movies. I, I'm not counting like mm-hmm. uh, part three and four of the originals, but I mean like <laughs> I like the first one, and I like the second one when it came out, and then the the you know the 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 new ones one and two. I both like those as well. So I mean, um, yeah, me, me I think that just had this not been. Um, me just expecting it to be more Zack Snyder like, uh, then I probably yeah. would have liked this a yeah. lot more because it is the, it, in some ways it is, it is very Zack Snyder like, uh, just visually, but then yeah. at the same time, it's totally not at all like him. So, um, so you, you don't think, you don't think Zack Snyder would have an octopus playing the drums? <laughs> that's not, that's not his kind of, uh, uh imagery. <laughs> <laughs> Which, and that part was actually great. The 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 octopus. Oh, uh, I love that yeah, so much. There, there's so <laughs> many just like I, I, I'll admit there's so many little things in this that in so many other movies would just be so just laughable. And and and, and I'm actually kind oh, of shocked yeah. in a way that people embrace this movie because this does think Me too. that um, <laughs> a lot of movies try. And I guess maybe they do it too serious, though. And then they become like like a joke. Like like I mentioned Masters of the Universe. That's the thing. is Like with that one, that one I think tried to be too serious. Um, and it sure. is really just like a, you know, really corny movie to watch now, especially because of the special effects. But I think even at the time... I think it was too serious for a He-Man movie, especially with the tone of like the He-Man uh, cartoons. And that's what this kind of does. It yeah. kind of captures the He-Man cartoons in a way. It's kind of what this one is. Yeah, it does. So, yeah. 
Oh, yeah, I mean, absolutely. I agree completely. I, so that's the thing is that if they make a, which supposedly they are making a He-Man movie, if they make a He-Man movie and they do it like basically follow this template, I mean, I would love it. Um, and so oh, that's yeah. the weird thing about this movie. It just, I, I guess I'm a little torn on it with that regard. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, but no, it's, it's definitely a lot of fun, which we, Oh, we yeah. we uh, were talking about how the the big change in tone and all of that, ironically, and some of the pieces puzzle pieces that I'm going to bring up, they also are the same as that movie. Of course, we did the episode on the Nun, and the Nun, which was produced mm-hmm. by James Wan, and actually he was one of the writers on it yep. as well. Uh, it makes sense to me now. Uh, <laughs> this movie has more in common with the nun than than you would expect, and then also that like, I know um, it's just very very strange, like the way that one went in a direction different from the other movies in that universe, and this one does sure. that same thing. So I, I thought that was very. Oh, I hadn't thought of that. Yeah. Yeah, that that is interesting. By the way, I suppose you you heard about uh, that Annabelle is on the bottom of the scene. Yes, and I I didn't I didn't re- yeah. I didn't read anything about this. I didn't watch any. I didn't even watch like the five minute trailer, or any of that stuff because um, uh-huh. it's one of those movies that I want to go in as blind as possible. But I read that la- I I read that yeah. Annabelle was going to be in it. I didn't know where, but then I went back and was reading when it, 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 Annabelle was, <laughs> and evidently um, it's when they go. And um, get Mira's uh, ship. That's when uh, Annabelle is supposedly uh, okay. in the um, somewhere on the the bottom see, of the I, ocean. Um, I got to go see it again so I can catch that. <laughs> right. <laughs> Not only that, though, Lee Wanell and I didn't catch this either. Lee Wanell is the pilot when they're um, flying over the desert and they jump into the desert and. Um, um, the the pilot he says something I can't remember exactly, but that was Lee Wanell who you know wrote Saw and was the lead in Saw and who also directed Upgrade. Oh yeah. yeah so. Oh wow. Yeah yeah. That, there's so many little weird things. That's so funny. Yeah. <laughs> um, that's great. Well, uh, I I kind of threw my first puzzle piece in there, the Batman and Robin. So why don't we go to your next puzzle piece? Oh, and I was going to say, here's the thing. Batman and Robin, I love Batman and Robin. That's my favorite of the old Batman yeah. movies. George Clooney was my favorite Batman until um, uh, <laughs> Ben Affleck. And so, uh, again, I think if if it was more of not trying to have a, a any sort of attachment to um you know batman versus superman i think i would like this movie more so um sure well i i, I touched on this so I'll, I'll go ahead and, and go into it and there's several different pieces that i could bring up but um you know i i said uh there were elements that reminded me of the the nun and this was puzzle pieces that we talked about with that movie but uh rages of the lost ark and temple of doom um those were puzzle mm-hmm. pieces for me on this one um and uh <sighs> They're just that, which was really weird to me to to have that feeling, especially like the you know the last, uh, not the third, but th- basically starts out like the the last uh, you know the third act of this movie is very adventure yeah. and v- very um, I mean just the, even the oh, even yeah. the jumping out of the plane bit just 
had that Temple of Doom, like when the plane's, you know, going to crash out of fuel and they, they jump out of it, like on, um, um, I can't remember. It's been a while since I've seen it, but they, they jump out of the plane and are on, uh, like, um, I can't, I don't even remember what they they use, but they don't just jump out of the plane like they do in this movie, but that just felt very Temple of Doom. To right. Me. right. And there were a lot of, uh, just elements of, uh, you know, kind of, um, uh, almost like what, figuring out what the puzzle, you know, what's going on yeah, here. Puzzle like pieces. a puzzle of, of oh, here's, here's mm-hmm. how you do it. And here's, this is how you see where it is. So yeah, it's just very, um, reminiscent of like the the tomb raider movie that came out earlier this year um and you know very uh-huh. much raider the lost ark and temple of doom yeah no i i agree i had indiana jones down as well and yeah there's there's a lot of things from the adventure stuff to the puzzles and the and the riddles and things like that um also we could throw in uh a, li- a little bit of uh uh crystal skull as well um because of the nuke the fridge moment when uh, he puts mira inside of a dumpster and that helps her survive an explode a giant explosion um which by the way i i fucking love so much that for the first like almost two thirds of this movie, every conversation is interrupted by an explosion or a big ass kicking <laughs> scene. It, it, it's unbelievable. Like I was cracking up in the theater. Like every time a conversation was kind of starting to get to the end, <laughs> big, right. Big, right. Explosion. Someone right. comes in. It was just unbelievable. <laughs> right. But yeah, definitely Indiana Jones. So there's, there's a lot of indie, uh, um, uh, influence in this one. Yes. Um, and, 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 and one of the things that I also very much reminded me of in that same vein, which is a total Indiana Jones, uh, ripoff was a romance in the stone. Um, you know, the Michael Douglas movies, the, the, the interaction of them two was very much, uh, in line with that, like eighties, um, you know, like, uh, romance where it's like very very um like a lot of tension between the two people and they of course act Uh like that they don't like each other when they really do that sort of thing uh whole like uh romance in the stone uh, or even like overboard um and even like um uh, moonlighting the tv show a little bit as well Mm -hmm. um just very 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 much uh felt that way, especially as they're starting off with their uh, adventures. Um, and um, I don't know. It's just like, it, it's, it's, it's so funny to think that uh, a, a superhero movie um, feels more like a, a action movie, <laughs> yeah. like an eighties action movie um, than w- what I was expecting. Um, oh and, yeah. Absolutely. I mean, we pretty much uh, were saying the same thing, though, with uh, The Nun. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> again, I, I think James Wan is kind of like, I think that's what he wants to do, is like 80s uh, over-the-top action. I think James Wan kind of so. just rules, and uh, I never really realized it before. But <laughs> now I'm starting to realize it. Um, and, and actually, I might as well jump ahead. Uh, I was going to save this one for later, but uh, as long as we're talking about James Wan, uh, the Fast and the Furious series is going to be my next puzzle piece. Um because that now it didn't start out this way, but in recent, like the last three or so uh, of the Fast and the Furious movies are just pure over the top excess 
no no mm-hmm. concern about tying anything to reality um it, it's just pure mm-hmm. over the top pure ridiculousness um pure fun really and i i think I don't know if the, I think the audience is kind of split. I don't know if it's down the middle or if it's more of like a 60, 40, 70, 30 kind of thing. I think some people are watching those movies like, like for real, like, oh yeah, this is badass. You know what I mean? And the rest, the rest of them are more like how I watch those movies, which is, uh, holy shit, this is fucking ridiculous. And I love it. Um, and that that's what I get out of Aquaman. I get this is just completely insane, so over the top. And uh, I think uh, James Wan, he directed, uh, I forget which one. Yeah, he did Furious 7, Seven. which I, I, I don't, I've never seen him, so I don't yeah. know if, if like his influence was really what really yeah. made that like franchise what it mm. is or if that started prior to I him. think it started getting crazy when the sixth one um he really upped the ante <laughs> though and made it totally ridiculous and then the eighth one is just like uh, off the charts like so insane like they they took it and ran with it um but yeah I do think that he probably had a lot to do with it I don't I wonder if he was a producer or something on the sixth one like when it first started getting ridiculous um but yeah those guys are basically superheroes now anyway and um um, yeah, yeah, so yeah, no, Fast and the Furious has gotten just so ridiculous. And that, that's part of what I love so much about this movie. Well, it, that's funny too, that you, you say that because, um, that's, that's the thing. This felt like a, like Vin Diesel kind of movie. I've never seen any of the Fast and Furious outside the first one, so I can't really say, but uh-huh. like the triple X movies. Oh yes. Nothing um, like that. <laughs> I've seen the, the seen yeah. those, and that's what this was more like. Is is the um, Vin Diesel, which which is a throwback to like the movies that were, you know, basically it would be Stallone or or uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger, uh-huh. and you would just plug them in, and it was like they were this huge. In The Rock, he's another one. They're this huge, bigger than life yep. uh, character. Um, and and yeah, I mean that's 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 very much um, you know what this movie is. Um, I um, yeah. I couldn't think of anything specific like uh, that I'd seen of The Rock to compare it to. Um, but I mean the the silliness I know of like the Baywatch movie. Uh, but uh, otherwise, I, <laughs> I mean I'm not a big fan of The Rock, so I don't see many. Of- see, that's the thing. That's the problem. Yeah. A lot of these uh, movies that I'm, or people that I'm thinking of, and I'm just like, I'm not a big fan of like the Rocks movies. I'm not a big fan of Vin Diesel, and even like the old score Schwarzenegger and Stallone stuff. I wasn't a, a big on that stuff. So, um, like I said, that's the, right, that's right. definitely the direction though of this, um, or even Bruce Willis yeah. the Die Hard movies. It's just, yeah, <laughs> it's. Um, yeah, <laughs> it, it it works on no, one I, level though because fair. it does. Uh, I mean, it looks really, really great, um, and it's super, super silly and like a a like um, you know almost like B movie kind of way, um, you know, like a sci fi yeah, channel yeah. movie or something. But um, oh yeah, I, at one point in the beginning, I I had my uh, you know with, with my my note. 
uh, I can, you know, write with the screen off. And uh, so I was right. I was trying to write down some of like the one liners and stuff because they were just so ridiculous. And eventually I had to give up because there were just so many of them. And it reminded me kind of like an old uh, right. Arnold movie, like how it's just like all one liners. Right, right. you know yeah. I mean, um, yeah, yeah. So, so much just ridiculous yeah. dialogue. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so what's your next puzzle piece well uh oh oh okay yeah so this was a big one uh, which is funny um moana um you know the animated movie um nice. moana uh really if you take uh aquaman and you take uh, also the wonder woman movie um <laughs> that you take them and combine them you could basically get the moana movie um because uh right. um, Maui, which The Rock played, um, is kind of like Aquaman in a way. He's like this demigod that has a, a hook. And even the the scene in here when he goes to get the, um, you know, his uh, trident, uh, that so just reminded me of Moana mm-hmm. when um, uh, when Maui goes to get his hook. And then the other part when they uh, they jumped in the hole in the desert, there's a scene. Uh, I think actually it's the scene oh, right yeah. before. I think it's the scene when they go to get his hook, they jump into this big hole. That's just like in the, um, in the, in the, in the ground and it goes into the water. Um, and like, um, she jumps in first and then he, he follows cause she does. And it's like very, very reminiscent of that. Um, which Moana is a great, yeah. uh, great, uh, Disney animated movie. I love that movie. Um, so, uh, there's just a, a couple of hints of it here and there though, that reminded me of Moana. Um, and, um, sure. You know, that, that's definitely, uh, I would say again, that see, that's an animated movie and that's Disney. So <laughs> for this one to have this, not, not just yeah. some of the same like type of, uh, scenes, but to have the same sort of feeling and vibe of that movie, that that's the part that's kind of weird. But that same that being said, yeah, it, that being it's so said, out there. This movie, not only it was did I think of Moana, which um, you know as uh, you know song and dance, not, not dance, but songs, you know, singing in them, and, and moments uh, where the characters are singing, and this also reminded me of uh, Indian cinema, um, especially uh, Bahubala, which I'm a big fan of. And they, you know, actually have song and dance numbers in those movies. I so could have seen them do that in this one. They so could have just broke off with oh, yeah. Aquaman singing at any point. And it totally would have worked. Uh, <laughs> so. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I could have totally seen that. A big right. dance number or something like that. Yes. That would have so been good with the octopus drumming <laughs> right. along. Oh, my God. That would have been great. And, and that's the thing, like, um, like uh I mean, as soon as this character is introduced to, uh, well, when he's, uh, you know, grown and he's actually Aquaman, uh, the way he arrives um, and he, like, tosses his hair, turns around, it's so much like uh, the way they do uh, 
in the Bollywood movies, like with their big uh, character, like the movie Bahubala. Um, it's so just like in so many ways mm -hmm. like that. Um, so to just take it a step further and actually to have Aquaman uh, dancing and then have him singing. I mean, this movie's like so, so close to that. But uh, but definitely I feel yeah. that there's some Indian uh, influence. I also felt some um, Asian cinema influence as well. Um, uh, the ones, sure. uh, of course, uh, you see, I mean, again, the Raiders of the Lost Ark, so there's going to be this connection. But Mojin, the Lost Legend, which was the one you saw with me. Um, mm -hmm. And then uh, League yeah, of yeah. Gods was another one. Uh, that I thought of in the mermaid is another one that I thought of. And these are all ones that have come out in the past several years, uh, two or three years, but those movies, they're just so over the top and just so silly. Um, yeah. And this is so like that with the, just the silliness and the over to the top and the, the CGI is blows yeah. away those movies. That's one of the things is that the CGI on this is of, you know, Oscar quality, which is a shame that it's not nominated for. Oh, well, yeah. it's like not even in the running for special effects, which is bullshit. Um, it didn't even make the short list. Oh, yeah. It is. But this movie is so like uh, bizarre in that way, though, that it looks so beautiful and it's just so insanely over the top, though. Um, and somehow oh, yeah. it does work. Yeah. No, I, absolutely. I, I agree with with your puzzle pieces there, and then also just with what you were just saying about the the CGI. Um, there's been some people, the, the the few detractors of this movie, because there are still some people. And I always feel like when things like this happen, I mean, it's almost like with Batman vs Superman. I feel like people just feel like they were supposed to, uh, you know, not like it. You know, and I, I feel like people right. judged Aquaman before they even really watched it, or maybe they did, and they're just like didn't let it in or whatever. Because to say that this movie had bad CGI is to just, I mean, you're yeah. kind of just writing off CGI altogether because it looks phenomenal. Right. Um, right. They really yeah. pulled together so many cool styles and interesting, interesting things, and do it in a way that looks very natural and. Uh, but still, like, really, really breathtaking and over the top. I mean, it's like, yeah, I mean, they really should be commended for the work they did with the CGI. Um, and you know what? That's actually a good lead into my next puzzle piece, which is Avatar. Um, yes. Which is also another movie. Too. Yeah, it's another movie with just incredible CGI, even if the story isn't quite there. Um, and uh, it also has a lot of, like, you know, you could say cheesy, you know, fantastical elements, you know, a lot of a lot of the, uh, you know, the creatures and, and the uh, the things that we're seeing in this world, you know, definitely fall in the silly category and everything like that. But they're done in such a beautiful, realistic way. Um, and and Avatar really, you know, was the first movie to perfect that. And, you know, it's kind of funny CGI, um, even in like the biggest of the big budget movies, it. it it's not it's not like a uh, a scale that's constantly climbing upwards it's just a total hilly thing going up and down and up and down for every like great looking movie we have a bunch of like really shitty looking movies and um so it's like it's never really a given that we're going to continue the avatar trend of right. going up in like absolutely gorgeous cgi uh but this one definitely does i mean th this is uh this is really wild yeah, no, d totally. And uh, here's the thing. I never saw Avatar in a the theater. I actually mm -hmm. didn't see that until 
just this year. Um, mm. And of course I saw it on, you know, uh, at home and I, I wasn't that impressed because so much has come since then. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I, I would say that I think the CGI on this is better than Avatar was, but I can't say yeah. that for the time because I didn't, uh, I didn't see it and I didn't experience it at the time, but yeah, yeah. I, I saw this in, uh, in 3d and um, it's total uh, just, you know, beautiful to look at. I mean, that's the thing is that, and uh, you know, for the people that, uh, hate you know all the other dc movies this one is bright and sun sunny at times so um <laughs> that's the thing is that i think it was either always like very like uh glowing like blue bluish green or like a very yellow and orangish and so um it it, it totally uh you know uh a, a lot different from the other uh, uh, DC colors, uh, even <laughs> even more bright and vibrant than, say, uh, you know, Wonder Woman, which also was very. Uh, it had the the greenish blue, and then also the, the like the golden, and this kind of just amps that up. Um, and by ye by yellow and by yellow and oranges, you're talking about Dolph Lundgren's hair that's flowing in the water, right? <laughs> <laughs> is that what you meant? <laughs> well, and that's the thing is like, yeah, you, okay. So the the hair and everything that was one of the things like the 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 recent Pirates movie, you know, uh -huh. um, that movie which I liked it, it was fun. Uh, mm -hmm. There were things about it that were very very weird though, and the hair flowing in the water was one of the yeah. big ones that seemed like it wasn't even like connected to the people. Um, right. Absolutely. <laughs> They've gotten it much better now They Dolph Lundgren is, is, uh, he, he's definitely, uh, uh, lucky to, <laughs> to get in at this point because the, the hair looked much better this time around. And then here's the other thing you, so you put Dolph Lundgren in this and he's like the, one of the serious characters. <laughs> like, really? I know. Right. <laughs> I mean, and he does great too. He's I mean, like, he's, yeah, he's seems fantastic. like in a serious dramatic role in in this movie. It's I amazing. mean, <laughs> this is the year of Dolph Lundgren. That's what it really comes down to uh, between this and Creed too. He's <laughs> he's killing it, man. This is the comeback. <laughs> oh man! So, what's your uh, next puzzle piece? Um, let's see here. Um, well, I I. I I will go ahead and say, uh, although I don't think it was necessarily uh, maybe in the planning stages or what have you, but this felt very Black Panther in a lot of ways, um, especially, sure. um, you know, the two brothers and um, the uh, I just think after after Black Panther, um, this uh, the villain in this, although he was great. Um, I just think it, um, it, he just didn't seem like a really like strong bad guy to me. Um, just, mm -hmm. it just kind of felt like, oh, I've already seen this before. That sort of feeling to me. Uh, You're talking about Patrick Wilson? Yeah. Patrick Wilson's character. Yeah. Okay. Um, with it, you know, being a brother and being basically, um, I mean, I don't know, especially after having Black Panther this year and then even uh, the Fantastic Beasts, Crimes of Grindelwald, having a, a, mm -hmm. a character who 
is not necessarily bad and he's kind of for his people but he's very uh, you know um i guess it's a sign of our times though of right right of the being um very um i guess uh, a narcissist not necessarily total evil but being about the self yeah. and not about um you know everybody it's like uh you yeah, know yeah. Uh, I- excluding people but i i don't know uh there was just uh elements to this that felt uh black panther to me it was almost like this was like almost like a a, a comedy or a spoof version of black panther <laughs> <laughs> yeah right <laughs> no i had i had black panther written down as well well black panther is a, such like a serious kind of movie uh but this one is like uh-huh. opposite in that way but at the same time um just it's almost like you you took uh killmonger and and made him two bad guys in this movie with uh yeah, patrick uh-huh. wilson's character and his motivation and then the the black manta character as well just um you know the the way he um uh, and I don't mean this in a racist way. I was going to say the way he looks, but you know, his, his, uh, his clothing, his outfit and everything, uh, besides. Sure. The, yeah. No, no, the, the big, the big helmet, which has like a very power Rangers kind of vibe to it. So it's almost like black Panther oh, yeah. and, and, and power Rangers kind of combined with him. Um, but yeah, well, I was, I was going to say to that point, I was going to say that, uh, that black Manta almost reminded me a little bit of, uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, Gollum, uh, Andy Serkis in, in Black Panther. Mm. Um, yeah. You yeah, know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Cause he was just totally like unhinged, right. you know right, what right. I mean? And he was also just like, just kind of like a freaking force, like just like blasting through everything. Um, That's funny because which, I, which was I, very, very much Andy Serkis. For some take. reason I totally forgot about Andy Serkis. I remember he's the best thing about Black Panther. Um, but I totally forgot he was in there. Right? Yeah, awesome. yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's the thing is that like almost every character in this movie is like amped up to the Andy Serkis level in Black Panther. You know what I mean? It's almost like oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, and Patrick Wilson is Eddie Redmayne in Jupiter Ascending. Um, I I actually, you know, going back to that point, because I had Black Panther down as well, um, and I actually do love Patrick Wilson. Yes, it's something we've seen before. And also, I I would say, I would even take your your comparison uh, uh, to Killmonger. You know, I would I would continue on with it because, I mean, you know, he he does want to clean up the ocean. You know, he wants to punish you know, the, 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 the land people for, you know, uh, you know, littering in the ocean and all that. And so, I mean, yeah, it really is a, uh, it's a, it's kind of a worthy cause. It's just his means of going about it or is what's bad, you know, and, and he's just not thinking the whole thing through even, even little shades of, uh, of Thanos as well, you know, like, you know, he, he wants to do something that he, he considers good. It's a worthy cause. It's just, you know, his, warped you know he's completely warped and uh and he's just not thinking through his solution you know um so yeah i mean i i love that as a villain i think it's great for especially in this kind of a comic book movie um and and i just i just love what patrick wilson does here i mean i i just think he's so crazy and 
and just he just goes for it right. you know what I mean? he just goes all in on this thing it's just it's hilarious uh, but then yeah going back to the story as well i think black panther still is is a pretty good uh comparison um just with the struggle between right. the brothers for the throne and you know the whole symbolic battle to the death and right. all that stuff and i mean there, there is there is definitely a lot of black panther in this movie i think uh we kind of saw that from the trailer right. from the get-go um and then it, it ended up ended up being there in the movie as well right. once we once we got to the theater and actually saw the thing <laughs> which yeah, the, um, the interesting thing right, though a uh, uh, little little tidbit though uh batman v superman trivia okay um it, it, it's funny that patrick wilson you know is uh, like the main villain in this because he's actually the person who plays the voice of the president in uh batman v superman <laughs> <laughs> oh wow i did yeah. not know because of course he you know he was uh <laughs> awesome. night out in watchman um which i love um and so uh he's yeah, he's one of those yeah. guys that i guess zach snyder's big on and james wan's big on of course because you know he's uh in the conjuring movies. sure right right conjuring. so uh so then with this yeah. one it, it's very uh like um like he he's like a a piece to connect all of these like other movies like just Zack Snyder and James Wan. So I just find that, uh, you know, just fun. <laughs> well, I, I'm, I'm officially a Patrick Wilson fan now. Um, and one other thing before we move to my next puzzle piece, uh, we were just talking about Black Manta, I think, for the first time in this episode so far. And I just wanted to say the scene where he totally flips out and just starts bashing mm-hmm. through walls. Um, one, one of my favorite things I've seen in the movies this year. Um, I think that that, uh, like, aside from this movie being ridiculous, I think that was just awesome. I, I think that scene was so comic book movie realized to its full potential of of how like just fun a comic book movie scene can be. Uh, do, do no, 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 no. I, I think that 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 whole scene, yeah, was was pretty great. Uh, with uh, you're talking about the part when they're. Is it in Italy and uh, he's chasing Mira? Yeah, uh-huh. and um, yeah, that 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 whole scene is is pretty uh, just you know badass. Uh, and I I'm I'm yeah. totally uh, on board with you with that. And funny thing that 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 scene though, what it kind of reminded me of, which in, in this movie did in other ways too, was uh, Valerian actually. Um, which Valerian, mm-hmm. of course, is another one totally different tone, which people hated, I think, because it was not, it didn't give in to any of the silliness of it. It was very um, serious. Uh, Un- yeah. Unfortunately. <laughs> and and you yeah. didn't have the, like, the, uh, the, the chemistry of the two, uh, you know, main people, you didn't have that, like, I was saying, that tension, that 80s, like, um, um, you know, um, romance adventure kind of tension that this one did, but uh, yeah, no, that that scene, uh, sure. Manta, I think Black Manta was was kind of underused to many degrees in this movie. Um, it was almost, yeah, it, it kind of had that like, um, like again to go back to the Ninja Turtles kind of Ninja Turtle kind of vibe to where he just kind of, or even. Batman and Robin, where it's just like he's just kind of 
there and pops up and something really cool happens. And then it's just like, he's not there anymore. And it's just like, it's almost like he should have been a, a bigger piece uh, to the movie or, or maybe even, you know, saved to like for the sequel, yeah. that sort of thing. Um, so, I mean, um, definitely uh, there were great uh elements uh, to him though and the scenes that he was in most of them you know were pretty awesome did you stay for the uh post-credit scene you know that he's coming back oh yeah okay good okay. Uh, yeah <laughs> but but with a dc movie that means nothing because yeah. remember to just <laughs> sleep. that is absolutely true um <laughs> so you you it's brought pointless. up pointless their their their, their, cr- their credit scenes are totally totally pointless oh yeah absolutely. so <laughs> Um, so I, you brought up Valerian and Valerian is part of a trio of puzzle pieces. I was going to mention all together, uh, okay. Valerian, okay. Thor Ragnarok and speed racer, which are three movies that are very different from one another, except for in the fact that they are just nonstop visual effects extravaganzas, mm. um, right, m- right. movies where it is like, CGI after CGI after CGI, and I know we've already touched on the CGI a little bit with Avatar and some of our other uh, puzzle pieces, but um, these are movies that specifically are just kind of like overload in a way, and um, I would say with all three of them, I mean it in a good way, uh, including this movie, Um, you know, I'm one of those people, I, I know I'm in the minority but i love speed racer i think it is a uh it it is just like this this crazy experience that you cannot get from any other movie uh that is just like just this candy coated uh, uh experience of just like colors and just vibrancy that you just can't see anywhere else it's just insane um thor ragnarok is kind of similar and but in a different way a lot like different colors and a lot of uh darker colors in there but it's still it's like a, a visual effects overload and then um and then valerian of course as well so here's the thing you have thor thor uh ragnarok that Totally, I guess, uh, tone wise, I think that's what this movie's in, in line with. Um, just the, the hamminess of that movie. Yes. Which, um, I, I, and I had issues with that movie, <laughs> but that, that, that being said was also interesting is that the other, the other, I see, I wasn't even thinking of that movie. I was thinking of the original Thor, mm. the, the original Thor, um, uh, some of the, the 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 visualness of of the original Thor because this isn't quite as um, like uh, Skittles and like unicorn flavored as I guess Thor Ragnarok is to me. Sure, um, this one is more uh, it's more in line kind of with the original Thor movie a bit, and I think also uh, the the way that this one shows like the um you know the underground world is reminding me a lot the way how they show the um you know in thor uh where he's from in that whole world um so um very much uh, uh this is i think better than than either of the the thor movies though that we're talking about here sure um but i get i get totally what you're saying about how uh, ragnarok of how it's just like a visual 
uh, spectacle over and over and over. Yes, I would definitely say that. And that's the thing, like Valerian, I love that movie. And it's just a visual feast. And this one is definitely uh, the same lines of that. It's just total, just uh, visual, you know, eye candy. Um, And a movie that does that, that can keep me just like, you know, interested visually, I mean, it's already won half the battle. So, I mean, um, for me, I wish this one wasn't quite as hammy and corny. Uh, right. <laughs> and I, I will, I will blame, I will blame, uh, James Gunn's, uh, influence to modern day, uh, comic book movies for that. <laughs> um, at least it's not mean like a James Gunn movie, but, uh, yeah. Um, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, total, total, yeah, uh, visual, uh, visual, and uh, action um, crammed movie. Absolutely. All right. So, what what is your next puzzle piece? Um. <laughs> well, I got one. Uh, I would. I. I couldn't remember what this uh, show was. It's a cartoon, and I had to actually search it because I, I had only seen it like a couple times before. But uh, there's this uh, silly British uh, cartoon called the uh, Octonauts. Um, I don't know if you've ever seen that. Um, no. It's like these uh, characters, and they live uh, under the sea, uh-huh. um, and they like go or like exploring. Um, and there's like you know uh, octopus and all kinds of different things that are always like uh, grabbing onto their ship and things like that. Uh, it just there was uh, totally like that 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 movie's just a I mean that 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 uh, series is just like a fun silly you know kids show and just this the over the topness especially of like seeing um, you know somebody riding a seahorse or a shark and all these different things. Uh, and, and even the, the, the ships, the, the way they looked and stuff just reminded me of, uh, of that show, uh, the Octonauts. Right on. It's called Octonauts. Yes. Octonauts. Yes. Okay. Right on. Yeah. No, I, I haven't heard of that. It sounds, uh, it sounds fun for sure. Um, and yeah, there's so, there's so many, so many elements to this movie, you know, (laughs) there's just so much happening. I, I could, uh, I could so see some of that, um, some of that creeping its way into something like this. Yeah. And the, and the thing with that show anyhow, is that like the, they're like the protectors of the, of the sea and they go like on these, uh, I've only seen it a couple of times. Uh, it's, 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 it's cool though. But, um, uh, you know, they, they go on these little adventures and there's just like weird sea creatures. And like I said, they're, you know, protecting and helping the sea. So it's like a, a, a positive thing. And then also just, uh, like visually as well. Uh, this shows, I mean, this movie's totally, uh, in line with that one. So nice. I'm sure kids that grew up on that cartoon, because I think that's a fairly new cartoon. Because uh, at first I was like, it's not SpongeBob I'm thinking of. Um, and it wasn't SpongeBob, <laughs> it was this one. So um, so my next puzzle piece is one I had been thinking about since I first saw the trailer for this movie. Mm-hmm. And uh, kind of like how I had said about Black Panther. Um, but uh, this one is a video game. It is The Legend of Zelda The Breath of the Wild, the most recent uh, entry in the Zelda series. And uh, I don't know, have you played this game at all? 
No, no, I have not. <laughs> no. Okay. But yeah, this, yeah, this, so this is definitely a video game. Yeah, this movie. It totally Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it it's very much video game. So first I have two reasons for this. Um uh, the first one is more specifically this entry than the other one is kind of just Zelda in general. Um, but the one that's more this entry is all the different breeds of people and creatures, which I guess you could kind of also uh, point to things like the uh, Star Wars movies. Right. And uh, there, there are other movies where you get the different different breeds of creatures and uh, all that. But they're, they're more specifically... Uh, separated into different kingdoms in uh breath of the wild which is what made me think of that mm. and also there there's a specific one an underwater kingdom uh called zora's domain where they're like fish people and they look a lot like the uh i think the name of the kingdom was uh the fisherman kingdom yeah. in yeah. aquaman mm -hmm. yeah and and that that was exactly like zora's domain that's exactly what they looked like um with the design of the town looking more like uh actual atlantis in the movie um uh, but then the other reason i brought up zelda and this one's more like i said just more of in general the entire series is um basically the plot of this movie involves aquaman going on a giant fetch quest right. um which in in video games is where you know in order to defeat the boss you have to go and collect the pieces of the big weapon that are, is going to be the only way you're going to be able to right, succeed right. and um yeah i mean that that's basically what the uh you know what's happening in this movie is Aquaman has to retrieve his, uh, you know, the special trident or whatever, which uh, Willem Dafoe uh, helps explain to him. Which, by the way, Willem Dafoe, excellent, um, so much fun just seeing him in something. Like oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, I love him so much, and he's great. Yeah, no, great, <laughs> great cast all around with this movie too. That's the thing. Like, I, I really loved. Um, Nicole Kim and seeing her be a badass. That was totally awesome. I, the, oh, my favorite yeah. scene is uh, the opening, basically, of this movie. Um, and just seeing her kick ass. And I was just like, you know, uh, oh. I, I kind of wanted to see more of that. Um, and I mean, even, even, uh, Amber Heard as a badass is, 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 is pretty cool too. I mean, I think overall, yeah. like the cast was just, uh, you know, very, very, and that's the thing you got Dolph Lundgren like being dramatic and and great and I mean it's just a, a weird mesh of people I mean even to to have yeah. Nicole Kimmon in this I feel like is and then to make her badass I mean yeah it's uh yeah. <laughs> it's it's definitely uh an interesting mix of uh people um and, she looked uh, like she was having such a blast in that opening scene. Like oh, that yeah. was like the time of her life. Oh yeah, you know what I mean. Oh yeah, no, definitely. <laughs> I I kind of I kind of wanted to just cheer her on. You know? <laughs> yeah, no. Um, yeah, I, I kind of wanted uh, more of her character too. So. Yeah, I would agree. I would agree. Hopefully, we'll hopefully we'll get him in that sequel that we have no idea if it's going to happen, but it sort of looks like it might. <laughs> Um, <laughs> they just need to get the the, the guy so, that directed the nun, and he he can he can do John, James Wan proud. Um, yeah, so. <laughs> yeah, he could do it. He could do it good. Uh, so what what what's your next puzzle, please? Uh, well, I, I mean, I touched on the, like the, uh, the, the 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 like the romance side of this movie. Um, it's funny. It, it reminded me of uh, Superman the movie, which I you know, recently rewatched, I saw it at the big, on the big screen. Um, the, the way that that movie, 
um, had comedy and also uh, romance and the flirtiness of uh, uh, Clark Kent and Lois Lane. Um, I just felt like that this movie uh, was very much in- inspired by that one in that regard um, in a totally different way sure. than I felt uh Wonder Woman was inspired by that movie, but yeah, um, it, it definitely uh, it came to mind. Um, like, like I said, uh, you know, the, that's the thing is that um, you know, a lot of times in in most of the comic book movies, they'll have these two people, and oh, they're a couple, but there's not really any chemistry there. There's no tension there, um, and I mean, I'll, I'll I'll admit that that's been one of my my big gripes with uh you know the Zack Snyder movies is that I never bought uh 100% uh Clark and Lois as a couple there just was not a lot of chemistry there and it was mm. they were better as individuals than they were as a couple but at this one it has a good uh chemistry with the with the two characters even though there's not even that much interaction really but i think the moments when they do have that interaction it 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 works and it's good so Uh, yeah i agree yeah they do have a great thing together um and i you know it's funny i was thinking about it i haven't really seen amber heard in much um i always you know hear her name um and obviously like, you know, she's in the tabloids a lot lately uh, with the right. Johnny Depp thing. Um, but, yeah, I haven't really seen her in many movies. And, you know, here she is. She's uh, She did an awesome job in this movie. And she really um, she really played perfectly. She was, a, I think, a perfect casting to play against uh, Jason Momoa. They both have a very... Um, I, I, I want to put this uh, the, the best way possible, but it's kind of a kind kind of like a fourteen year old boy's version of an awesome couple. Ah. <laughs> I mean, like, yeah. Uh, so what and, you're um, saying is, but they're what, they're they're kind of a good match for each what, other. What you're saying is, Michael Bay would approve. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Although she doesn't look, oh, man. she doesn't look a lot um, like Megan Fox. Otherwise. <laughs> He would approve. <laughs> yeah. Right. No, no, you're you're right. I'm actually looking, um, I'm actually looking right now, and it's like she was in. It says Machete Kills. I guess she had like a small bit in it, and like uh, hmm. I, I yeah, I guess Magic Mike XXL. I didn't see that one though. Um, so yeah, hmm. I don't. I Zombie Land. I actually didn't see that though. Pineapple Express. I don't remember. So yeah, I mean. Oh, I didn't even know she was in that. Oh, all the boys love Mandy Lane. Um, okay, okay, there we go. Yes, Mandy Lane and all the boys love Mandy okay. Lane. That's a great movie. I didn't even realize that through that. One. I never, I never did get. Oh, uh, that, see that that's movie. a great movie. Yeah, I never did see yeah. that movie. Um, so I only have one more puzzle piece, and I was going to uh, hold it until I heard you say it. Um, but I guess uh, since it's my last puzzle piece, I'm just gonna have to say it now. And uh, that is your buddy Zack <laughs> Snyder in general. Right. <laughs> um, obviously Zack Snyder kicked off this DC universe, but um, more so I. I uh, wanted to bring him up because uh, the action sequences, while not all of them, uh, there are certain ones, especially like I thought Nicole Kidman's mm-hmm. opening fight in the beginning, yeah. uh, some, some of the stuff with Black Manta as well. Um, they're just very over the top, very exciting, uh, very just full of destruction and just like 
you know, just very, very cool looking. Right. Um, and yeah, I mean, those are, those are all staples of Zack Snyder action sequences. And so, I mean, I, I don't know if it's just, um, because of the universe or if it's just simply looking at Zack Snyder as an inspiration, uh, separately, like just because he obviously has had this style, right. uh, before the DC universe became a thing. So I'm not quite sure which way, uh, it would have necessarily influenced James Wan, uh, right. but one way or another, his, his action scenes did creep into this movie for right. certain. Um, and, uh, I will give you well, the floor if you'd like to expound yeah, upon that. Yeah, since, uh, I, I would say definitely, <laughs> I, th I think visually in a lot of ways, and then also, yes, the action scenes. Um, and from what I understand, um, I mean, you know, him, him and uh, his wife were, uh, you know, executive producers on this, but I believe they didn't really have any um, hands on this project much at all. Whereas I think he was more involved with like Wonder Woman, um, which... Um, mm. That one, I think the 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 action scenes are totally totally uh, like uh, you know something he would do. I think though overall, I just think that he um, has made such a, a a heavy stamp on um, you know action CGI action movies in general, and then also um, you know the, this universe that it does kind of leak over in, uh, in multiple ways, just, I think, uh, you know, influence and inspiration. And then also, um, I mean, uh, unintentionally and intentionally, I think. Um, so, I mean, that's the thing is that I, I think any of these, uh, directors that are, are, are making, especially a DC movie, I think they, they kind of want to, have at least a little bit of that in there um and uh even at this point even even sure. that you know Zack snyder has nothing to do with it i mean because even suicide squad it had it like i said um uh and then uh, wonder woman had it and then this one i think to a lesser degree but i think at the same time just the fact that it's such a like visual spectacle because that's the other thing is that not just the the action itself but then also the visual uh, spectacle is very much in line um yeah yeah with uh zach snyder and i mean 300 was one that came to mind um especially with just the um you know the 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 big uh fight the the ring of fire um uh fight that they had oh, yeah, yeah. uh which the other thing I thought of, which is a total, uh, totally influenced, inspired by 300, and that was the TV show Spartacus, which I love. Um, I felt that oh, yeah. that moment, specifically the the Ring of Fire scene, uh, felt uh, like it it came, if not influenced by that, at least it came from like the same. Um, um, love i think of 300 and so uh but yeah definitely i i think there's a a lot of uh, uh zach snyder like throughout this movie um which is part of why i i love it a at the same time that i don't uh totally love it um <laughs> just the the the, the i've really torn on this movie in a lot of ways but sure. uh but yeah completely um i would even say um to to say specifically though um how how i mentioned thor 
Man of Steel, in many ways, uh, I, I always uh, feel is very in line with Thor, um, just with some of the, the, as you were saying, like the action, the destruction, that sort of thing. Those, sure. those are two that kind of come to mind during the uh, the scene where we were talking about the, you know, uh, with Black Manta basically, you know, blowing up everything and. Um, <laughs> uh, and, and then also, I would say even uh, even Sucker Punch, um, there were moments that uh, were reminiscent of that. Uh, even just like something as little as like the scene where we see like uh, they're on the plane and we see Mira and then it kind of like zooms out and we're like above the plane, that, that mm. sort of thing. That was just a very just like Sucker Punch kind of uh, vibe to it. But sure. yeah, I mean... Yeah. I think any uh, these these days any uh, comic book, especially if it's a, a DC, then uh, there there's going to be some uh, Zack Snyder. So, <laughs> right on. Well, so yeah, Zack Snyder was my last puzzle piece. Do you have uh, any more puzzle pieces you want to run through before we uh, jump to the finished puzzle? Yeah. Well, well, just real quick because I, I kept I kept coming back to to Arnold. Uh, and thinking what, like, I mean, I, Total Recall was the only thing that I could possibly, like, think of that might be close to what I was, the, the feeling that I got. And the and the other thing about Total Recall is that Total Recall, you know, built, like, this whole, like, another world. And yeah, yeah. you actually were able to totally buy into it. And so I think... Um, that was the one that I that I thought of as far as like uh, a Schwarzenegger movie, because um, this totally I could have seen uh, you know young uh, Schwarzenegger in this movie as uh, Aquaman all the way. Oh yeah, um, absolutely, <laughs> definitely. Um, and uh, and and also along the same lines of Total Recall, but uh, Blade Runner and even um, uh, the Fifth Element. Uh, the fifth element I think is a good one because it has that romance side to it. And also it's a very visual spectacle. Um, and I mean, uh, just, I think, uh, Luke Besson in general with Valerian and fifth element, I think that, uh, sure. you know, he, he might've been, uh, an inspiration here and not only that, but, uh, some of the, um, like, uh, you know, edgy like action movies that he does, or at least that he at least produces, uh, mm. that are like the, 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 the lower, uh, like street thug kind of crime type, uh, movies, uh, which the one I was thinking of was the, um, the Jet Li one, Unleashed, which I can't remember if he did. He just yeah. Oh, he actually wrote that one. Oh, that was uh, okay. uh, Louis uh, Latier that. who actually directed that one. So uh, who is uh, who? He ended up doing like uh, was it Transporter? Transporter Two. Um, but anyway, um, so uh, yeah, Un Unleashed, which was uh, Jet Li. Uh, crazy action movie. So I, I, th I just think uh, in, in a lot of ways, uh, you know, uh, Luke Besson, he's very much into the spectacle and he's also into the action too. So I think, um, sure. Yeah. Absolutely. He was, uh, yeah. I also think uh, an, an influence. With the fifth element, uh, you got an, uh, 
you know, so. a little bit of an aspect of what the fuck is going on, <laughs> you know, which, which uh, certainly you could look at Aquaman. And I, I think it, I, it wouldn't be unfair to say, right, um, right. even though I followed it plenty fine. But I think a lot of people maybe were like, what the hell is happening here? Whether they liked it or not. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I did write down two other, two other movies that was Flash okay. Gordon. Oh, which yet yeah, uh, it was one that um, I wouldn't put in the same line as uh, like the other ones we were talking about earlier, as far as the cheesy comic book movies, because it was more like skewed to like very bizarre, like almost adult in its weird humor. But uh, Flash Gordon, um, and then the other one was uh, actually uh, Prince of Persia, which I thought of uh, specifically the you know the stuff with. Uh, you know, we keep talking about the the badass uh, Italy scenes, sure. uh, the uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark kind of elements too. So, yeah. uh, Prince of Persia, which was a disappointing movie, mm. but uh, had some fun elements too. Sure, it, so. yeah, I, I actually forgot about that movie, but yeah, it did have some fun moments to it. Um, and as far as Flash Gordon is concerned, uh, does that make Pitbull's Africa cover uh, like the uh, the Flash song of of this movie? <laughs> oh that that's the other thing though i wanted to say i i couldn't get behind the the soundtrack on this movie man it was so bizarre no do you do you mean the the score no, or the weird mix of songs that popped up okay throughout. yeah there were some there were some like, weird songs i i did love uh that what the use of depeche mode only because it was depeche mode um so and you don't really get depeche mode too often um in movies so i was happy about that but yeah the pitbull song is just so bad and um i forget what other no the, songs the score was fine i think it was actually the same guy that did the wonder woman score um but it it didn't like it wasn't as good as that one but it just like it, this was scored very much i mean like the, the 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 songs selected were just very i don't know um yeah, yeah no, there was some again people choices. people rag on uh, people people rag on uh zach snyder's uh choices of music and i always love yeah. uh the songs that he picks but this one i don't know yeah <laughs> Well, yeah, I, d I did love the score, though. Uh, there was some really great synth stuff mixed with big epic stuff. Um, it was uh, pretty damn yeah, cool and I score. Yeah, I think that... I was gonna say though, I think that played into like that whole like uh, like I kind of got a little bit of like Blade Runner vibe too. Yes, so. absolutely, absolutely. Um, all right, well, let's do the finished puzzle, um, and then we'll get into any final uh, comments that we want to make here. So we got a lot of movies here. Um, we've got. Masters of the Universe. We've got cheesy comic movies like TMNT, Power Rangers, Batman and Robin. Uh, we've also got the Fast and the Furious movies. We've got Indiana Jones movies, uh, Avatar, Black Panther, Romancing the Stone, Moana. Uh, we've got Valerian, Speed Racer, Thor Ragnarok, Zelda Breath of the Wild. We've got uh, Indian Bollywood movies and Asian cinema as well. We also have the original Thor. Uh, we have Aquanauts. We have Superman the movie. Uh, Zack Snyder's action sequences as well as a bunch of his other movies. Um, Unleashed, Flash Gordon, Prince of Persia, uh, Spartacus, Total Recall, Blade Runner, and The Fifth Element. 
And uh, we kind of mentioned quite a few little movies like in between, and so I might have left uh, one or two out. But uh, I think I think that's a big enough finished puzzle. Um, <laughs> so yeah, Aquaman um, is a movie that I just had so much fun with, and I, I've had a lot of fun talking about uh, because it's just it's just so ridiculous and so much fun. Uh, do you have any closing comments about it that you uh, didn't get a chance to mention? No, I mean, it's, it's fun. I, I liked it. I just didn't love it. Um, I would, um, I know nobody agrees with me on this. I would rank it as, uh, the last, my least favorite movie of the DC movies, even below <laughs> Suicide Squad, because I think Suicide Squad, the, the corny, the corny and hammy moments of Suicide Squad is like, that's all this movie was. But anyway, um, hey, hey. <laughs> Oh. Uh, you're, you're fired. Suicide Squad. The, the first thirty minutes of that movie, I love that. The first thirty minutes. So, um, it was my least favorite of the DC movies until this one, and now. So this would be my least favorite. But that being said, I mean, I still, I still liked it a lot. I just didn't love it. So. <laughs> All right. Well, you know what? Uh, I'm, I'm hoping that with time. You will uh, come to at least put this above Suicide Squad <laughs> at the very least. Just do it for me. Just do it for me. One step above Suicide Squad. Um, <laughs> uh, the only other thing I wanted to mention um, was uh, I, I was defending this movie in a Facebook group, and I, I wrote this uh, this comment, and I just wanted to read it here. Uh, I, I said, "I'm going to be the voice of reason here. It ruled." It was everything you could possibly want out of a dumb blockbuster. Yes, the emotion was forced. Yes, Momoa is kind of awful. Yes, every scene is interrupted by an explosion, which is hilarious. But it was one of the most dumb, fun movies I've seen in a long time. Just explosions and monsters and effects overload, but clearly done on purpose. James Wan was not going for subtlety. This was everything movies like Valerian and The Meg and Skyscraper should have been. These dumb-looking CGI fests that look like they might at least be fun, and then they end up being boring and slow and attempting to be real movies, quote-unquote, with real stories, quote-unquote. But this is not a real movie, and it knows it, and that's why it ruled. So I, <laughs> I just wanted to make my point uh, there. Um, Aquaman, I, 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 I love this movie, and uh, I, I know you liked it quite a bit as well, even though it's below Suicide Squad, which is just ridiculous. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so with that I, being I, said. I, I, that, well, that being said, I did like it more than Black Panther, so. Okay. All right. Yeah, I, I I would say I liked it more than Black Panther as well. Uh, but let's not get too much hate mail on the show. Um, <laughs> and and I liked it more than Infinity War. So take that, nerds. Um, yep, yep. I'll agree with you there. <laughs> so Chad, uh, you got anything you want to recommend or plug or anything like that? Uh, well, I was thinking about it, and so like uh, I. There, there's actually a movie I saw a little while back. My brother recommended it to me. I think it was on Prime. It probably still is. It's called Spaghetti Man, um, and it's a low budget, uh, like indie, um, uh, you know, superhero. Uh, and uh, he wears a paper bag over his head, and his uh, superpower is, you know, how Spider-Man has the webs with his hands. He actually. 
uh, flings uh, pasta. So he flings spaghetti. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> so so yes, look up spaghetti, man. It's it's pretty it's pretty good. It's a you know a, a action comedy uh, crime movie. Um, definitely worth uh, checking out. So. Wow, that sounds like a lot of fun. I really want to see it. Yeah, um, so maybe James <laughs> Wan will remake it on you know with like a billion dollar budget. So, <laughs> yes, that's awesome. <laughs> well, right on, man. Thank you for being here. And I guess uh, we will have to do um, Shazam next, right? Oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> definitely. I'm not. I'm not 100 looking forward to it, but I hey, I'm I'm in. Picture it. A woman hates Christmas. After she loses her corporate job, she's forced to go back to the small town where she came from, where she helps her parents save their failing Christmas tree business. While she's there, she runs into her ex-boyfriend, who she dumped a decade ago to move to the big city, and they fall in love. And she learns the meaning of Christmas. Yes, another Hallmark movie. A lifetime of Hallmark, where three guys talk about movies on the Hallmark and Lifetime channel and try to make sense of them. Find us anywhere where you can download podcasts. All right, and that does it for our conversation about Aquaman. Um, I really hope you guys went out and watched this movie because it is just so much fun. Um, I, it's certainly not for everybody. It's a very ridiculous movie, um, but I had such a blast watching it. Uh, I actually just went and saw Holmes and Watson and hated it so much that I walked out about 20 minutes in and saw Aquaman again because it's just such a thrill ride and I had so much fun with it. And I don't know, I might even see it again. And we'll see. <laughs> Maybe I'm out of my mind. I don't know. But uh, so that is, like I said, at the very least, it's going to be the last full episode of 2018. Um, we may have another special episode coming up next week. Um, but if not, I want to thank you all so much for an amazing 2018. Um, we actually just today... Uh, hit 3,500 downloads, which is pretty damn awesome. I mean, we have no, like, money or backing behind the show or anything like that. This is just a little independent podcast, something I'm doing for fun, um, although it is something I want to continue to grow and make it into a bigger and bigger and more successful show. Uh, so I, I got to say, I never really thought it would grow this big, this quickly uh i'm very happy with how it's going and i just really want to thank you all for being out there listening uh if you're not already please make sure you're subscribed to piecing it together on your podcast app of choice if you're enjoying the show you can rate and review us on itunes you can give us five stars that would be even better uh we got that nice round 3500 downloads number we have 29 ratings can we get a 30th rating that would be pretty damn awesome i think um and uh, you can also follow us on social media at PiecingPod. You can join our Facebook group, Piecing It Together, a movie discussion group. And did I already say to uh, sign up for our mailing list? If not, I'm going to say it again because we're going to have a bunch of giveaways coming up in the beginning of 2019. So go to PiecingPod.com and sign up for the mailing list. Uh, don't worry, we'll not be spamming you with anything. We'll just be letting you know when there is a new episode up or a new just written review on the site or about contests as well. So, I mean, you know, anything like that, we'll be letting you know. Otherwise, you won't get any emails from us. So don't worry about that. 
So that's it. That does it for today. That does it for 2018. Um, thank you again for being out there listening. And uh, as always, I'm going to leave you with a piece of my music. And you know what? I've got a song called Caverns Underwater. Uh, it's actually a piece of my library music that uh, is available for licensing through some of the various library companies. And uh, it's not like a song song, but hey, this is an underwater episode. Why not, uh, why not play it, right? So enjoy, and we'll be back soon with another episode of Piecing It Together.